I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. by dispatch today i'm Brittany, and joining me today as always is my friend emily lynn hi emily hi Brittany. how are you i'm good how are you doing i'm doing good it's tuesday happy tuesday happy tuesday we're recording late this week because there was a trailer and then there was a steal to having a call-in show so there was a steal. There was a steal. Did you watch his reaction to the trailer? I haven't watched that yet. I haven't had time because it came out when I was at work and then I'm like, oh, I don't have the ability to watch this right now. Ooh. It's so good. It, it was really emotional. It almost got me to tear up. Steel's reaction videos are always a joy. Yeah, they are. I like the way Steel likes things. Me too. But we had a trailer and we had a tickets going on sale. Yeah. How was your ticket buying experience? Um, my ticket buying experience was fine. Um, I decided to keep it intimate this year you know for solo you know i went all out and with a bunch of people and i kind of just decided this year to you know i i wanted something very small and intimate like i i wanted to see um see it with my family here because like i kind of feel like i missed that last year like even though my family they're not the biggest star wars fans it just it's really fun like seeing what they think about it and seeing what you know like rusty thinks about it you know so yeah i got my tickets um accidentally bought the wrong seat so i had to do a refund real quick um my sister that's playing with fire yeah my sister said that oh those are the wrong seats we usually sit in section g and i got section j so I i had to switch it but um I think my theater is mostly sold out. So I'm excited. I like seeing it in like a nice, like big theater, but I also like to know the theater, you know, cause it's like, I, I, I don't like going to like a new theater to experience like something new. Like, I feel like I need to be like, you know, like in my living room or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. How was your buying experience? 
Um, I did. I did pretty well. I was on Fandango, and I also had the app for the theater open because last year, like, Fandango dropped the tickets for that theater before the theater itself did. But then Fandango crashed for me, but I got in the app right away, and I was just like number nine in the queue. And within 30 seconds could pick my seat and check out. And I'm smack dab in the middle of the theater. Oh, you had to wait in the queue. I didn't even have to wait in the queue because I got them. Let's see what time I got them. Okay, so my purchase confirmation yesterday was at 5.09 p.m. Um, my exchange was at 5.22 p.m. So I, I got lucky. I was I, I was worried going into it because, you know, they had had the theater dates up for a few days and they were showing there was like there was a six, there was a six fifteen, there was a six thirty, there was a six forty five, and there was a seven. And then it wasn't until like, and then there was like ten. <laughs> but then suddenly an hour bef- like a couple hours before the movie comes up, there's only the the six and the six thirty. Oh, and because it turns out three of those were private rented out screenings that had somehow gotten up on the website that weren't supposed to be listed because they're not public shows. And so I was slightly worried because the Alamo's theaters aren't huge because they're all the ones with like tables in front of the seats. So I was concerned, but then it turned out perfectly fine. So, so you're telling me that Michael Pappas has already rented out some theaters in New York, <laughs> charging a hundred dollars a ticket. I'm so proud. <laughs> uh, well, I can't believe it. Like, uh, I remember sitting in one of my college classes two years ago when I got the text message from Rusty that the tickets were bought and just feeling that relief and you know I I was kind of stressing because of course with like a ticket refund and everything but god I, I can't believe it's coming it is also a trailer was posted after the uh poster was posted after the trailer what did you think of the poster at least they finally fucking put rose in it um i like the the one that uh, we got at d23 i really like that, oh, that one. one i hate yes that okay. one no, you- I, I still think that one is dumb uh, I liked that Finn is pretty prominent. I like that. I like it in general. I don't like that there's no Leia. Yeah. No Luke either. And I like the little, that little, like, Dio is on there with BB-8. They're just all good friends. They're all droids having a good time and making us cry. I like the horse got um, on the poster. 
I hope the horse has a fucking name and I want this stuffed animal. Disney, Target, where's the stuffed animal for this horse? I think that'll be after the movie. It better be. Because, I mean, these horses had a starring role in the trailer, which we'll get to later. And I'm very curious about these horses. And they have a name, but right now they're just horses. When did the Fathier and the Crystal Foxes come out? Um, the Fathiers came out, I think, around Christmas time. So after the movie. And the um, the Foxes... I believe we're a celebration exclusive because I have one on top of my gorg. I still think those fathers are a little bit weird looking. I love them. I, I mean, not the ones in the movies. I love the ones in the movies. I think the stuffed ones, the proportions are a little bit strange. I know. That's why I love them. I was at a discount Disney store and I saw a bunch of them for only $3 and I wanted to buy all of them, but then I'm like, I don't have any room. Like, I, I felt really bad looking at them and being like, I'm sorry, guys. I can't take you home with me. Like, I have this, like, weird attachment to stuffed animals. And if I feel like I've created, like, a bond, like, I feel bad just, like, leaving there. It's like leaving, like, a dog in the pound when you're, like, looking for dogs and you're like, I love you, but I can't. And just seeing the disappointment in their faces, that's what I felt when I had to put those fathers down. Anyways, um, I like the trait. Uh, I mean, I like the poster. It's fine. I like the other poster better. Um, I, I'm not the biggest fan of masked Kylo. Like, I just, I, the mask does nothing for me. He's more intimidating without it. Like, the mask is just a little, it's just a little too much for me. And it's like put back together with red glue. And I don't know. Um, yeah, I like the Last Jedi poster way better. Um, that's really all I have to bring to the table. It's nice seeing Rose. It's nice seeing Zori and Jana and Chewie and Oscar Mayer. But do you want to get to the trailer now? I think it's dead because it's what popped up when I opened up the uh, Apple trailer app on my phone. I think we should talk about the Peter Rabbit 2 trailer. Oh, Scene by scene. Let's do it. Peter Rabbit 2. Okay. Let me, awesome. Let me get it up right now. Um, Peter. Oh, God. I haven't seen Peter Rabbit 1. Yeah, but you know who's in it? Mendo. No, I, no. Hawks. Oh. He's the star of the show. Oh, he's finally the bride. All right. Look, do you want to do it? Do you want to scene by scene? Yeah, let's go. Okay. Oh, Jesus, it's two hours, two and a half minutes. <laughs> okay. So the first couple minutes, it's the rabbits talking and you see Hawks looking out the window and there's broken glass and looked like a Peter Rabbit book. Has oh, this is a different trailer than the one I'm watching. Really? Yeah. There's a okay. 
the official Peter Rabbit 2 The Runway official teaser trailer came out today, oh. October 17th. Oh, wait. No, it's not October 17th. Never mind. I retract that. I'm just going to say, Peter, like, what, what do you want? I just looked up Peter Rabbit. Let me look up Peter Rabbit okay. again. Because what I'm watching is, the, like, the first scene is, like, a wedding. Oh, I love weddings. Okay. Um... Oh, Hux is getting married to Rose Byrne. Oh my god, congrats! And there's some creepy talking rabbits Mm -hmm. who are at the wedding. Nope, that's a trailer. Oh, Peter Rabbit just kicked Huck in the face. Really? Yeah, but it was a dream. Okay. Okay, that is literally about as much as that I can take. Okay. Okay, I made it. I'm at the wedding. He's given a nasty look to one of the rabbits. And yeah, he just got kicked in the face by her. Oh, wow. He flew. Okay. So now the rabbits are yelling at him. Oh, he still got married. That's fantastic. Okay. Now, oh, the book. They're talking about the book. And she's like, wow, all these rabbits are inside of here while I'm talking about the book. How ironic. Like, do the kids see the rabbits? Like, are the rabbits just a figment of his imagination? Kind of like Winnie the Pooh? I don't know. I didn't see the first movie, so I don't know if like talking rabbits wearing coats are normal. I don't know. He seems mad at them, and then they do like this, like the drone shot of the city, and there's a sad rabbit walking. He has a he has a jacket on. He needs some pins on it. Oh, and a car just drove by, I, and he got wet. I guess talking rabbits must be normal in this world because nobody seems impressed. That there's a talking rabbit. Yeah. Oh, he's stuck in gravel. Yeah. Next Easter. Oh, perfect timing. Get ready. All right. He's at the vegetable aisle at the outdoor grocery store. Ooh, there's like a bad rabbit. Go, go to town. They're on train now, Emily. Oh, and they're they're going through someone's fridge, and then now they're at a book signing. And now they're back on the train. And now they're going sky. Dude, these rabbits are doing all these cool things. And I... Oh, they're, they're playing whack-a-mole with the rabbits now. Okay. So It's like an action-packed movie. I think that this will definitely be a little more action-packed than the first. I mean, I feel like Peter Rabbit oh, won. is rolling down a hill. I know, but someone better go catch him. Oh... That's a lot to take. Oh my god. The video is like scrolling down. It's like 10 Disney moments that only adults will understand. I hate those. It's like, okay. Um, Frozen 2 extended final trailer. The dark truth about Maleficent's past. Small things you missed in the Frozen 2 trailer. Emily, do, have you seen the Frozen 2 trailer yet? Yet? <laughs> no, I, I still haven't seen Frozen, so... Oh, Emily. You'll watch it on the streaming service, and you'll review it on the podcast. No, I will not. Emily. Okay. Brittany. Yes. I'm going to watch... I'm going to watch Robin Hood. I'm going to watch Darkwing Duck. And then I'm going to watch Robin Hood like eight more times. And then the Mandalorian, right? 
And the Clone Wars. Go to watch The Mandalorian. <laughs> I'm actually pumped for The Clone Wars. Like, we're going to get a lot of new fun material. And we're going to get a lot of arcs that I've... Because they showed, like, the Bad Batch arc, like, unfinished. And I think they're finally putting that totally animated in the show season. So, I don't really remember much that happened in it. So, eh. New materials, new material, I guess. All right. Shall we dive into the trailer? I guess. Okay. Ooh, do you want to see a pastry chef attempt to make gourmet ruffles? Gourmet what now? Gourmet ruffles. You know the chips? Like the potato chips? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think I do. Oh. It's really interesting. Like, she has to get this, like, tool, and then she has to sharpen that tool, and then she, like, soaks the potatoes. Yeah. I love Claire. She... Claire on uh, Bon Appetit. She makes all the gourmet foods. And it's so good. Okay. So. We find the trailer. Hope I don't get an ad. Okay. It's dark. You see the Lucasfilm logo. Okay. So. You see the helmet drop and Ray is running. She looks like she's training on this, like, it's like a jungle planet that a lot of people think is Endor. I want it to be Endor. I don't know if I think it's Endor. Because apparently the Star Wars, like the Monopoly had a new jungle planet on it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I, I Haas said that on the Colin show, right? Yeah. He's awesome. Always knows his Star Wars stuff. Okay, so Ray is running with the lightsaber. You see the little droid, the training droid in the background. It looks like she's running from it. All right. Okay, so you hear Finn saying it's an instinct, and then you get this awesome shot of Ray jumping in the forest, and then it's such a good edit. Yeah, I know. And then she's jumping on the insides of a star destroyer on Jakku, it looks like, or somewhere. If that's probably Jakku, and ah, oh, that's such a good ed- edit. But you see Ray. I I don't know. I feel like this is a vision, or this is a past scene I don't think it's past because isn't she wearing her new outfit let me go back okay um yeah she is because her she's wearing like jorts or like her Jedi jorts and yeah and she has that thing on her arm from the cut from uh, the Praetorian guards. Okay. Feeling. 
Okay, so the force brought us together, Emily. I am totally down for Finn talking about the force. I want Finn to be force sensitive. I want to see Finn with a lightsaber again. That would be such an interesting turn of events if Finn was also force sensitive. Like, I would think that would be so cool. Yeah, like, I just, I remember how excited my little brother was to see somebody who looked like him with a lightsaber. And so I want, I want more of that. Yeah. Also, I'm really encouraged by the fact that the trailer starts with Finn's voiceover. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Let me continue. Okay. So you get that beautiful landscape of Rey running on the jungle planet with her lightsaber. The visuals in this trailer are just stunning. Okay. Back to trailer. Um, I But I also, I stopped at the scene where all the rebels or resistance members are chilling in a little hangar thing. And if you look dead center, it's Lando. Yay. I love him. I'm excited to see him. At first I thought the voiceover that we're about to hear was him, but it's actually Poe. So I'll play that right now. Good people will fight if we lead them or when we lead them. And you see you see Rose in that shot. You see Rose and then in the back you see um Dominic, Dominic Monaghan. Monaghan. He didn't get cut. He didn't get totally cut. I'm so glad for him. Yay. He's in Star Wars. I'm so happy for him. Is that Connix with him? Yeah. She's dirty. Okay. Hope she's okay. She looks a little disheveled and scared. And then um, you see a scene where you see Poe, Finn, and Chewie. I'd like to see some Chewie and Poe interactions. Yeah. Might be down for that. Because I feel like some characters, like, we haven't seen them all together. Like, Finn, Poe, and Ray, Like, that dynamic duo that technically has only been together, like, once or twice on screen. But definitely we'll see them more together in the movie. Or a dynamic trio with Chewie. It's a quadro I don't know quadrio something alright um quartet quartet thank you I will continue see that shot of a, a rebel ship flying through the, the trees blockade runner then you see that really cool scene of it looks like a Star Destroyer just chilling in the water. Or no, it's the 
because it's the people keep telling me that they know me. So it's either Star Destroyer or Ruins of the second Death Star. But we'll continue on. No one knows, Ray. Love it. She looks so angry in this scene. She certainly looks determined. Yes. Fuck off, Kylo. I mean... It was an entrance. It was a very intriguing entrance, but I don't know. I just, I, I, I don't know about this. I don't know how they could do Raylo when they keep, you know, would you call it gaslighting Ray? Yep. Okay. Yeah. I just, I, I feel like that's all he does. And, you know, Think what you want, but I just—it it just I'm very interested. I'm very intrigued about what they're gonna do with Kylo and why he has this great obsession with Ray and what he's gonna do with it. I hope nothing because you stay away from Ray. But she deserves so much better. She does, and she knows it too. She knows her worth. I know that. You know she tried to save him and. The Last Jedi, and she realized that wasn't going to work. He was still, you know, just gaslighting her and shit, and, you know, you're you're nothing, but not to me. You know, like... And that, that, that to me, that's the exact same thing here in, in this nobody knows me. Oh, but I do. Like, it's that same growth shit. It's fucking toxic. It is, and I don't know. I just, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I'm very interested and very intrigued, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, I feel like this is just bringing back, like, old memories of shitty ex-boyfriends for, like, a bunch of people, including me, like, and you, and a lot of people, and... I think that people should try to respect that more, you know, try not to yell at, you know, the non-Raylowers and I don't know, let's just all try to respect each other. And if if you think Raylo is going to be a thing, like, go like that thing over there, you know, don't, don't yell at me on why I don't believe in Raylo, you know? That's all. Don't, don't tell people that their experiences of abuse aren't valid. Especially when you're talking about a fictional character. The idea that this fictional relationship is more important than real-life people and their own emotional well-being is super fucked. And, I don't know, the fucking fandom is so fucking disgusting. It is, and I feel so sorry for all of those people, including you, that are, you know, getting, like, deeply affected by by all of this like that's the last thing that should happen like something that you love 
you know, like Star Wars should bring you, you know, so much happiness and joy. And it makes me sad that at moments it doesn't. And at moments it makes you angry. It makes you sad. Like, I don't like that. All right, let's continue. Um, I have a theory that the ice place is Cloud City and it just got really cold and it froze. Do you, like, did a wizard cast a spell on it? No, it just, like, global warming, you know, like, global colding. Just, the sun's just very, very far away from Bespin now. And it's just, it's really cold there. And I guess that's just where the Empire, like, oh, no one's at Cloud City anymore because it's literally Snow City. So that's where we're going to hang out. Weren't the buildings in Cloud City taller than that? Maybe, but maybe they shrunk because of the global cold colding. Okay, that that is a theory. Yeah. Man, I do want to see Cloud City. I would love to see Cloud City again. I'd love to smell it and to see it. I just want to hang out with Lando. Anyways, here's this fucking chair that everyone keeps talking about. No, but cool iceberg. Cool iceberg. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Back to cool iceberg. Um, I I want polar bears, like Star Wars polar bears, to live on the Cloud City iceberg, but the Empire is there, so like that would make them like evil polar bears, and I'm not really sure how I feel about evil polar bears. Why would they be evil? It's not their like if you are like just a polar bear and you're chilling on your space iceberg, and suddenly the Empire shows up. That's not your fault. Yeah, but then the Empire could like persuade them to join them. No, polar bears are better than that. Some polar bears you know like I, not all polar bears are good you know back to our alligator discussion like you don't want to be friends with an alligator like polar bears could fucking eat you too but you have to trust certain polar bears i want to be friends with a polar bear i and this is mostly because of the his dark material books and the talking bears and i want to be friends with the main talking bear whose name i can never remember there's this movie that's going on Disney Plus that's about um, a kid who's a detective and he has an imaginary friend that's a polar bear. And it looks really good. And that's going to be like one of the first things I watch on Disney Plus. And I don't even remember what it's called. And I am a terrible fan of this polar bear movie. Also, J.J. Abrams likes to put polar bears in inexplicable places. So there could totally be a polar bear there. There are polar bears in Lost. I still need to watch Lost. Polar bears. Tropical Island with a polar bear. It's one of the greatest, like, one of the scenes when, when you first see this polar bear where I'm like, what the fuck is this show that I'm watching? And I was totally hooked because polar bear. <laughs> polar Who bear. then, like, immediately gets shot dead. But still, fucking motherfucking polar bear on an island. So there could be polar bears. Space polar bears on this space iceberg. They killed the polar bear? Dude, it was like charging at them because it was a starving polar bear. Not the polar oh, bear's fault. Did they fault. eat him? No, they didn't eat him. This is like this was when they first crashed, so they weren't really looking for food yet because mm. they didn't. They were still at the "somebody's gonna come rescue us" stage. 
What a shitty stage. Yeah, I mean, unless somebody does come rescue and then it's fine. Have you ever been, like, lost before? Like, you know, like, lost in, like, a grocery store or, like, lost, like, driving somewhere or or just lost? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely harder now Mm because smartphones. Yeah. But it's a bad feeling. It is, like... When I'm driving and I, I don't really know where I am and my GPS is not being very helpful, I get very stressed. So I can't imagine how life would have been for me if, you know, I was alive like 20 years ago, you know. Who knows? Um, well, anyways, um, here's here's this fucking chair that looks like um, something from Game of Thrones. Um, I I think it's cool, but I I don't think it's like. I think a lot of people are excited because it's straight off of a Ralph McQuarrie drawing. Yeah, that is pretty cool, but. Doesn't seem particularly practical. No, it doesn't. And like, I just, I, I don't understand the significance of the chair like who does the chair belong to like is there just going to be some character is there any way it's not the emperor like any way at all i i mean my automatic i never even thought that it was anybody else's my only problem with that is why are they bringing him back now like why couldn't they you know started the ball rolling in episode seven you know, like, I, I think it's cool that he's great. I always enjoy seeing characters, you know, like for a split second, I thought it was awesome that we saw Mullen Solo. I, I just, I still, obviously I'm excited to see him, but I just, why am I seeing him? You know, I want to know why this is happening. Like, why is this being explained to me now versus four years ago? You know, like I would have loved a brief, brief introduction to this in 2015, but Now it's like, okay, let's just put Palpatine in. That's the answer to everything is, oh, Palpatine did it this all. You know? I just don't know. Like, how is he going to tie this all together? Like, I don't know if I want him to. Like, I I kind of don't know how they were going to tie this all together anyways. But I, I don't know why they keep bringing these characters that died back. Like it's Star Wars and that's what they do. Like he died. Like you saw him fall. Then you saw that kind of explosion thing after he fell. Like where could he have gone? You know, my only thought to this was that maybe he predicted all this would happen and that he knew he had to go away for like 30 years so that he can come back and make everything. Like what's the whole point of this? Like what is he living for? Like what does he want? But power, power, like power can only do so much. Like you see like Snoke, he had like the power of basically and and Kylo, like they basically had power of all the galaxy when they blew up all those planets. But like, what did that do? Well, yeah, but that's like the central like thing about the bad guys in Star Wars. They want power and control and that is 
fascism and it's bad. That's why they're the bad guys. I just I mean what did what did Palpatine want in the prequels? He wanted power and control. I just don't know how far you get with power and control. Like I get it in like a movie sense, but like just the mentality of that. Like I mean look at the world in which we currently live it's not that far off i guess i i just i guess i'm trying too hard not to pay attention to it <laughs> i i don't know my thing with puppeting coming back now is maybe he's been in force limbo for the last few decades, slowly piecing himself back together. I I I don't buy that it's only the the good guys that can use the force to extend beyond life. I think I think it's he's so powerful in the dark side that he was able to survive in some form, even if it was just some sort of spiritual ether. And he's been slowly rebuilding himself. Now, I don't think that's necessarily what I want. I don't, I don't know if I want him back at all. But that is my current Palpatine theory. Rather than him like, oh, I've just been hiding on some planet. Chilling. Hmm. I don't know. Like, I... I... That's a very interesting theory that, you know, that you can be a force ghost, but like an evil force ghost, you know, and maybe with his force ghost abilities, like maybe he created Ray. I, mean, I don't know if I want this to happen, but I much would rather have that than have Ray be a clone because I swear to God, like, I, I just I don't know about that. Like why? Oh, I know about that. It is shit stupid. Why do we have to have clones? You know, like what is? Is there like a good ray and a bad ray and like an okay ray and like is there like a? Uh, I'm stuck on Jakku ray. Like how many rays are there? Like, is it because of that mirror scene that a lot of people think that ray is a clone? Yeah, I don't know. I hate that theory. Uh, if that, if, oh my god, if she's a clone, I'm so fucking done with the Star Wars movies. Okay, back to trailer. Long have I waited in Star Destroyer coming from the ground. Ice, maybe? I think ice. Ice. Okay. Long has Palpatine waited. could also be dirt. It's dark, so it's hard to tell. I think it's... I don't know why it'd be, like, I, I think it'd be more likely for it to come out of, like, ice than dirt. Like, I know Star Destroyers are strong and everything, but, like, I don't know, like, how they would get under there. Yeah. It's not... It hasn't been long enough for it to have complete gotten buried or something. Yeah. And then we see 
all of the ships that ever existed. Dude, do you see King Tom going nuts on Twitter yesterday about this? It was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> oh my god. All of his ship dreams are coming true and I'm so happy that we get a get, get a hear about it. Okay, so the ships You're coming together. So in this shot, we see a lot. We see some ships. We see Ray, Pin, Finn, Poe, and Chewie all in the cockpit of the Falcon, which is really cute. I like the little music when they're all, you know, she's looking at Chewie and smiling. I just I like the idea of the four of them being together. Me too. Like it just it seems like such a strong pairing of people. Okay. We'll continue. They're fighting on the water which Damn, you must be confident in your abilities because that seems very difficult. Seems slippery. They must have shoes for that. And cold. It seems cold. Hopefully the water's warm. That is that does not look like warm water. Maybe the force like helps them not think about hypothermia. Um, I'll continue. You see that ship on fire going towards the Death Star and the water. I don't know. I I think it's cool about the Death Star and everything, but I just, I, like, how well does just... Like, so the rebels destroyed the Death Star and then you saw the big boom. Like, I know that there might be pieces of Death Star that like might fall, like the debris might fall into plants or anything. But I just feel like this is too much debris, you know? But the Death Star is so big that I think in terms of actual proportions, that still that still totally works for me. Okay. I'm just trying to see it from like a... But that's the thing is that we... There's nothing on Earth that we can compare to to the Death Star, you know? Also, it's fake in a space. But still, Emily. Okay. Okay, so we got little Babu Freak there. And I love him so much because <laughs> he looks like the worm from the labyrinth. <laughs> and he's very, very cute. And he's a brain surgeon. 
Yeah, so obviously they need something that's in 3PO's head or they need to use 3PO for something that is going to at the very least wipe out who he is and maybe like completely destroy him. I think that they're just mind wiping him because he has so much information about the resistance and everything. And if he's found by the first order, like droids can't lie. Like he's fucked. And that's the only thing he's sacrificing himself. Maybe. Maybe he's going on a reconnaissance mission. I don't know. Cause you see him, you know, with Finn and Poe on that ship thing and the trailer that we saw in celebration. And maybe he's reprogrammed to be like this badass battle droid, you know? And then in the background too, you can see a, a battle droid. Did you see that? Yeah. I wonder where they are. I think they're at Zori Bliss's place. Maybe they want to go visit her. They need her help with something, maybe. It's someplace cold because they all have warm coats on. I know. It looked like uh, someone gave Ray a jacket because it looks kind of big on her and it's cute. You know, like how Finn gave her his jacket when they were um, at Starkiller base. And they've all got code cylinders. Yeah. And there's good old, there's good old, there's good old Dio with his buddy, Baby Eight. I love other buddies. I'm so glad that he has a little friend that he can talk to. It's his little little family. This is what this trilogy is all about. Is family. Just like Fast and Furious. Like (laughs) it's, it's family. You know all these droids are coming together and loving each other and appreciating each other. And fighting for lives to be saved and for the galaxy. Like, that's so fast and furious to me. And I've never seen a fast and furious. (laughs) Uh, Okay, we shall continue. Oh. That music just does so much to me, you know? You see them fighting. And then Leia. Like, I know we've seen this shot of Leia and Rey a lot now. But it's just, it's right in the heart every time. Yeah. It, it is. Confronting fear is the destiny of the Jedi. It's a pretty good line from Luke there. We haven't seen him at all. No. Good. Wait till the movie. Then we'll see him. Still mad about that trailer in 2017 where they showed him in the Falcon. That should have just been saved for the movie. But I'm glad that they learned from... Not learn. I just, just 
that that's going to be a very big deal to see Luke, you know, in ghost form or I don't know if he successfully made it or made it to ghost school and graduated from ghost school to become a force ghost. I would think so. And I would think that's why he was, you know, stranded for a while, maybe. But he was closed off from the force, so who knows? I mean, if he can project himself to another planet, I'm thinking he can be a force ghost. You never know, Emily. You never know. You, you got to expect the unexpected, especially in Star Wars. Or oftentimes you expect exactly the expected, and then it is there. That's deep. Um, here's Lando and Chewie. Two buds, chilling in a cockpit. I love how excited Lando looks. I know. I'm just happy that Lando's being a badass pilot again. Flying his baby. Yeah. I love it. Alright, I'll continue. Ships. Horses! They're so shaggy and cool looking, and I like their big, like, horn mouth teeth things. They're like the mop dogs. I'm sorry? <laughs> the mop dogs. Oh, the dogs that look like mops. Yeah! I thought you were like maybe referencing a cartoon or something that was called Mop Dogs, and I'm like I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> that should be a show. Okay, um, a Commodore. <laughs> oh my god! Please search Mop Dogs and look at images, and look at the second image. Well, right now I'm trying to watch the trailer. <laughs> okay, mop dogs. <laughs> mop dogs. It just it's ha! so Look at it. It's like a it's at like a dog show doing a jump. And and so it's like almost a perfect sphere of <laughs> mop dog. Mop. And then there's an actual mop dog in a mop in a mop bed. And it's a real mop, but it's not because don't the dog is not here to clean. It's to Yeah, but No, still. it's a Halloween costume. Oh, I thought that was an that, but that's an actual dog in there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the the dog Halloween costumes. Okay. That's a good costume. There's Dog Halloween Parade in New York. Oh, really? Yeah. I never go to it because that would involve people, but I always like to look at pictures of it. That's fun. It's like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, but with more happiness. More dogs, less singing. Yeah. I get to actually watch that this year. Usually I'm sleeping because I just got off of work, but I don't work on Thursdays anymore. Well, for now. So, old traditions are back alive. But I wonder how much it is to get a mop dog. Like, I wonder, like, how much they shed, how much, like, it's a very interesting thing. And they probably, 
smell a little bit, but I would imagine the I uh, can't think of it better a grooming. I guess I was going to say maintenance, but I imagine <laughs> the grooming on them because you would have to make sure to like not only are you going to be washing it a lot, but you'd have to make sure it was really dry. Yeah, because otherwise it would get really musty. And also, I just imagine that fur gets really, really heavy when it's wet. It must be strong. You know, walking with all that fur. Or, yeah, I would consider that to be fur. Like, so you gotta be. I mean, and what do you like? What do when it's like a billion degrees outside? Maybe they should only be in cold weather or cold, Maybe. cold places. Maybe put them on that um, frozen cloud city. You see, that works. Hang out with the polar bears. Yeah. I mean, they look like a polar bear anyway, so they'll blend in perfectly. They do not look anything like a polar bear. I mean, if you scroll down and see some pictures, like, you know, they're... They could be easily mistaken for a polar bear. If you were blind and or didn't know what a polar bear was. Exactly. How do we know what a polar bear is? Maybe we've you know, all of our lives, you know, like the the whole Bernstein Bears thing, you know, maybe they're called something else rather than polar bears, you know? There's a Star Wars trailer. Yes, let's continue. Um, BB-8 is just rolling with them. Yeah, just keeping up with the horses. Is that Rose behind Finn? Oh, um. I think so. I can't quite tell because I'm just on my phone. Saga will end. Story lives forever. Yeah. Are you there yet? Am I aware of yet? Oh, I thought you were gonna um, look to see if that was Ray, uh, Rose. No, that's why I said I don't know if it's Rose, because I was looking at it. Oh. And I said I can't tell, because it's still my phone. Okay. I don't know where my brain was the past, like, ten seconds, but I'm back now. That's all that matters. Okay. Continuing on with the trailer. Ugh. I really like that shot of Kylo and Rey in the Emperor's throne room. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, then we get Finn running on, it looks like the remnants of the Death Star, and he's yelling for Rey. Do you think this is him reacting to their fight maybe like before their fight and maybe something will happen like the force awakens when he like pushes Finn to the side but I don't know how he can securely do that with Finn dying because I mean like that's a lot of water that's a lot of you know like he can get caught in something like that that's scary 
Hmm. All right. What do you think he's reacting to? I I I think he's watching that fight, but I mean, mostly because I don't think they can be using that same set that much in the movie. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that he's trying. Maybe that's a Ray. We need to get the fuck out of here. Maybe it's before the fight. Maybe it's him like getting her away from the fight. Hopefully. Hopefully he tries to help or, you know, he feels like he needs to or maybe this will be the point where he shows his, he'll have his, like, Captain America moment and it'll be known that he does have the force in him moment. I don't know. Who knows? Okay. Oh, God. Another good shot of them destroying that sculpture thing and then she has that do you see the dagger in her hand yeah she's got a sweet knife which is actually like the only like star's weapon replica that would be interesting in owning really fucking cool and someone pointed out this a collar in Steele's collar show yesterday which is behind them it appears to be like Chewbacca's, or at least a Wookiee bandolier. Hmm. Directly behind them on the white plinth thing in whatever this bizarre museum we're in. Oh. You can see it right after the, the Vader helmet falls. Hmm. I never would have noticed that if the guy on the show yesterday hadn't pointed it out, but I am intrigued by that. Where do you think this place is? I do not know. It is very... sterile... museum-y looking. Or maybe it's Kylo's weird-ass trophy room. Maybe they're, like, destroying it together. Like, just, like, raging. I wonder about that, because I almost feel like if this was them acting together, it wouldn't be in the trailer. I don't know. I mean, like, it doesn't look like they're fighting each other. Like, maybe they are, but I feel like he would fight without the helmet on. I think if he were fighting with Ray, he wouldn't have the helmet on. Exactly. So, like, if they, no, if, no, I'm saying if they were fighting, like, together against another enemy, he would be Kai. I mean, he would be Ben at that point and not have the helmet anymore. Maybe he's still trying to hide that he's fighting with her now, so he has a helmet on to be like, hey guys, it's me. I'm bad. But there's no other guys there. Maybe. I don't know. But this room intrigues me. Maybe it's Camino. No, I'm doing that like everything's connected thing. Which, I I don't know. Like, this whole saga will end and the story lives forever thing is kind of like 
has me thinking like what this movie's, you know, what we're going to see, what, you know, I'm just so interested. Okay. We'll continue on. We're almost done. Oh, it's my boys. I'm so happy. That's a really good shot of them together. And then that beautiful shot of them riding on that Star Destroyer. Pretty fucking cool. Yes. Um, there's a dude in the chair and he's looking at Ray. Um, uh, that's scary. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, it's emperor in some form. Either in reality or in a dream, but... I mean, it's definitely, there definitely appears to be some sort of, like, whole apparatus going on so if he's there in person he's not in great health no not at all i just i know this is going to be very haunting on screen but i still have a lot of questions and i'm very curious to see how those questions will be answered i know there's a bunch of spoilers going online shit right now but god i I'm really rethinking of how long I want to stay on social media for because of, you know, how much is leaking. I have a whole lot of stuff muted. You might have to start up that uh, top secret DM again. We'll be playing words with friends the whole time that we're avoiding all the possible spoilers. Or Animal Crossing. I don't have Animal Crossing. You should have Animal Crossing. I just got back on the Animal Crossing train. And I can confirm to you that it's a great way to spend your time. It's calming. You're doing something for your animal friends. (coughs) You can, like, dress up however you want. You can... Have your little house and your little cabin however you want. Like, you have the freedom to do so much. And then you can go fishing. You can catch butterflies. You can pick some fruits. You can plant flowers. Like, Emily, you can do so much in Animal Crossing. Okay. Yes, back to the trailer. That is the point when I started to cry. I didn't know that was her until my mom said something. My mom's like, that's Carrie. And I'm like, oh. How did you not know that? Who did you think it was? I, Emily, I, you know me. I don't know. <laughs> <sighs> well, well, yeah, but it, it's, it's fucking Carrie. I didn't, my first initial watch, I didn't know. I just thought, I thought that was still Luke. But I'm happy it's Carrie. That, that's really cool that they did that. 
I think just the, just the in there for the one word is awesome and having them both together like that. And Ray's expression here is that she's seeing something pretty goddamn amazing. I think she's seeing force ghosts. Really? And I think it's going to be lovely. I think she's scared. Oh no, there's a little bit, like if you, like there's just like a little bit of an almost like awe. And I think starting to go into a hint of a smile. Mm. You're probably right. Like, I think it's at first she doesn't quite know what she's seen. But then it's going to be, boom, force ghosts. Okay, yeah, because you see that, like, little strip of lightning thing. Like, I'm, I'm paused at the lightning thing. Maybe it's just, like, a whole... She sees, like, the whole ghost party, you know? Like... Anakin, Obi-Wan, Yoda. Yeah, and then she could be like, who the fuck are those dudes? I mean, Luke, but everybody else, I have no idea who those people are. I don't know. Maybe she, like, feels like she knows them, you know, because the whole Jedi thing, like, you know, she's always known that this power has been inside of her, so, like, maybe she does know, like, and, like, how did she know that was Luke Skywalker? You know, I know that, you know, he was just a dude, you know, but she didn't know what he looked like before all of this. They don't have, like, I don't know, maybe. I don't know what Jakku is like, but she knew that was Luke Skywalker. I think somebody somebody probably at the very least when she's like, I'm going to find Luke Skywalker was, oh, oh, here's a hologram of what he looks like. Possibly. But yeah, that was the trailer. What an emotional journey that was, you know, from Peter Rabbit to mop dogs. So in terms of Star Wars trailers, how does this rank for you? Um, I personally liked the um, Last Jedi both trailers better. I think that The Last Jedi was in its prime for trailers. And um, I don't know. I just, I'm not a big fan of, not, not a big fan. I just, I think that JJ's trailers, you know, try to avoid a lot while, you know, Ryan's trailers, you know, I feel like I learned a little bit about the movie while watching these trailers. Like, okay, like this, this is what might happen. This is what might happen. But it's not my favorite, but it's not my least favorite. I think my least favorite still is that uh, Last Force Awakens trailer that we got um, on the Monday Night Football in 2015. Oh, really? Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that one. I mean, like, I was excited that it started. Like, when I say that I wasn't a big fan of it, like, I still fucking loved it. But it just, it it doesn't, ho- it doesn't hold up for me. Like, when I watch it, I'm like, it just, it's like mixed emotions. But, you know, with The Last Jedi, just there's so much going on. And, you know, with this, it's like, it's just, it's so much. And it's tear jerking and. 3PO and you see Leia and then you know all of this you know beautiful scenery what do you think yeah it doesn't reach the highs for me as some of the Force Awakens and Last Jedi stuff um and it's sort of it, in a lot of ways it uh, 
Force Awakens is sort of untouchable in terms of, oh my god, I'm seeing a new Star Wars trailer. That that first time we see Scavenger Ray repelling down into that Star Destroyer is, even when I watch it now, is is makes me go into chills. Like it's so awesome. And Chewie We're Home still makes me cry. Uh, but again, that was I'm see there's new Star Wars movies and I'm watching a trailer for a new Star Wars movie. Whereas now it's still special, but it's not it's not the same thing. And it can never be that again. And so I can still get excited, but it's it's not that same height of I can't believe this is happening. Yeah, I I still think that Chewie were home trailer, just all of it, you know, like the Luke saying, you know, the force is strong in my family, you know, that oh, quote. Oh, so good. Uh, I just can't believe that this trilogy, the sequel trilogy is ending. Like, so much has happened in the past you know, four years, you know, from the time that we got the very first trailer, I believe that was, you know, during Christmas of 2014. I remember like waking up to like a text message to, oh, hey, you see the trailer? I'm like, what trailer? You see Finn, you know, and you see a little glimpse of Ray, and then you see the Falcon on Jakku. Like, I, I still remember that. Huh. <sighs> It's weird. It's like, you know, you're graduating high school and like, you know, you're saying goodbye to like all your friends, you know, even though, you know, you're, you're still going to see them outside of high school, but I mean, like, it's different, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to think. Sorry. I'm just wondering where this is going. I don't know either. I was trying to think of a good like euphemism for this. Like. It's like we're saying goodbye to our friends. Oh, like, it's like an end of an era sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. It's end of an era. We're saying goodbye to our friends. We're still going to see them, but it's not going to be the same because we're not going to the movie theater every Christmas to go see them. Yeah, and we don't we don't know when and in what form we'll see these characters again. And I... I fell in love with Ray from that very first trailer. Like, the very first teaser we saw her, I knew this is my character now. And I love Finn, and I love Poe, and after Last Jedi, there's also Rose. And so I'm not really ready to say goodbye to these characters yet. It's just amazing how beautifully made these characters were, and, you know, how much they have impacted our lives and how much their stories have you know and that we're able to talk about their stories you know on platforms like this and you know with friends and family like it's crazy <sighs> well um so are you gonna try to not see like tv trailers like those like five second trailers that they're gonna show like the next couple months or next month, month and a half. I'm going to try to avoid them 
I'm not going to be as vigilant this time around. I think partially because I was 100% in on The Last Jedi. I totally thought I'm going to absolutely love this movie. So I I wanted everything as possible to be new sitting in the theater for the first time. Since I have reservations going into Rise of Skywalker, I'm definitely not actively seeking anything out. But I don't have that same, I can't ruin like the purity of this experience thing that I had with, with Last Jedi. So I won't be mad if I accidentally see like a TV spot. I'll be mad if I accidentally see some plot spoiler on Reddit or something. But if I see a couple shots of Finn running down a different hallway or something, I'm not going to care. <laughs> We're getting there, Emily. We're almost there. We're, uh, we see the finish line, but, you know, we still have a couple more loops still to go. No, still no general pride. Gotta tell you, really, just really fucking disappointed <laughs> in that. Dude, maybe he's gonna be, like, a big part of the movie. They're like, we can't, we can't Got show no him. Pr- there's no general pride, no Hux. <sighs> we didn't see Hux in the, um, and any of the other trailers for other movies, did we? I just feel like he should be in the trailers at this point. Maybe. Yeah. But, um... Before that, we have the Mandalorian. Mandalorian's coming up fast. It's almost time for Disney+. Plus. Just a couple more weeks. What is it, like three weeks? Yeah, November 12th. Damn. Oh, that means my birthday is soon. Fuck. Ugh. Emily, what do you want for your birthday? Um, a goat. That can be arranged. Does it have to have a name? I'm going to name it. Okay, I will, I'm writing that down right now in my reminders. Um, get Emily. No, I spelled the name right. A goat. I had to take a typing like test thing like a couple weeks ago. So like I was like keeping like score or I was like keeping like count of like, you know, how fast I was typing like certain things a minute. So I just have like on my notes all these like numbers. <laughs> so it, it just it's funny. Like nine seven oh nine one one two three six one one nine five six. You know, just it's a lot of numbers. So okay. I, I added Get Emily a goat on my notes. Um, I, I I don't know how fast we could ship the goat. I mean, I, I definitely want it to have, you know, safe quality. Definitely won't fly it on Delta Airlines. Um, probably Southwest. Uh, they get free drinks and free food, like free, like, uh, like pretzels. So I'll make sure that the goat is goat treated is- well. Yeah, you know, I was given, you know, probably like, I know, I know probably like one bag of pretzels is like the normal amount, but I think the goat deserves two bags of pretzels. 
yeah, I think I think I would g give the goat all the pretzels that it wanted. Yeah, like how can you say no to a goat asking for pretzels? Like, I would give them all my pretzels. You know, it's like that. You know, when you're giving out Halloween candy and you see that really cute kid in the costume, you're like, you know, just just take it all. Just just take it. You know, it might give you cavities, but you know, take it. Have fun. Halloween's coming up. Yeah. Go to an 80s thing and I have to find an 80s costume. And like, I hate finding costumes. Yeah, I, I don't have the um, drive to do that. Yeah. Thank God I'm off on Thursday, so I think I'm going to try to brainstorm ideas. I've been so busy. I keep telling myself, I'm going to do it at work, but, like, work's getting busy, you know? So it's like, I only have time to work, so that's what I'm doing is working, you know? Not thinking of, you know, 80s costumes, you know? Yeah. Get, get yourself, like, a jean jacket and some leg warmers. Rat your hair or crimp it. Crimpet. That's a name I haven't heard in a long... I think I threw away my... Because I used to have like one of those like crimping irons. <laughs> oh, dear. I Swear hope you God. threw it away. Yeah, I did. I had this years ago. I had this in like middle school. I don't think I ever used it. But I remember seeing it in, you know, the little pile of, uh, you know, hair dryers and shit. I am I'm not doing anything on Halloween, but this weekend I'm going to a overnight movie marathon. Who is it for? We hate movies. Um. Well, sort of in that the the guy at the theater who curates it is the host of We Hate Movies, and they do a live commentary on one of the movies. But the rest of the time, it's just horror movies. Hmm. So they do the one purposefully bad, fun one that they do the commentary over. But then there's a couple of new art house horror I've really wanted to see that I've been hanging off on once I go in there playing them there. And then there's also a couple of slasher fix. Like there's a the remaster of... I think it's the first Nightmare on Elm Street, but I don't remember. They're doing one of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, and I think also a Friday the 13th. So it's a good mix of good horror and fun camp horror. <laughs> That's a lot. It is. It's exhausting. Last year, I was so tired when I got home. At least that means you'll sleep good. Oh, it absolutely did not mean that. Oh. <laughs> I mean, because it went from... I went after work, and it doesn't start until 9 p.m., but then I got home maybe like 11.30 or 12 the next morning and could not sleep because I was too exhausted. Damn. Well, but it's fun. Yeah, hopefully it's fun, and 
you have like friends from that community? Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a few people I know who are gonna be there, so we're gonna hang out together. Is there like a, a Brittany in that community? <laughs> there's there's no Brittany anywhere. There's just Brittany. That's nice to know. I always like you know the whole like parallel universe things like. Like maybe this like we hate movies thing is like a parallel universe and like maybe like all of our friends are like that's like them in a different life. You know, like Aaron Boyd is like a form of Aaron Boyd is there, a form of like Steel Saunders is there, a form of Hawes. I don't know. I think that'd be really interesting. I was going to make a Seinfeld reference and then I remembered you don't know Seinfeld, so... Just make it anyway so that our listeners can get it. No, if you've seen Seinfeld, then if, if, they've, if the listeners have seen Seinfeld, then they know the reference that I'm making, and so it doesn't matter. Okay, <laughs> that, that makes me feel better. No, look, there, there's there's a there's a episode where Elaine makes other friends, but they're all directly correlated to the Seinfeld characters. Oh, so there's like another Jerry and another George and another Kramer. But just slightly different. Hmm. Interesting. I'll watch that when it's on Netflix in 2020 something. Well, anyways, that was a fun episode to record. Thank you everyone for listening to our Peter Rabbit trailer review. Um, I, I can't wait until this movie is released. You know, we've been waiting so long since Peter Rabbit won. We finally get to see General Hux getting married. So excited for him. <laughs> I'm very happy for him. And I can't wait to go on this journey with you to find out, you know, about the wedding. You know, this was like the royal wedding of the century, of the Peter Rabbit century, you know? Yeah, I hope, I hope he and Rose Byrne and their rabbit friends are are very happy together me too well the story will live forever of course of course emily where can we find you in the podcast on social media i am on twitter and instagram at ken at, no, that's where the podcast is. God damn it. Okay, <laughs> I'm on Twitter and Instagram at EF Lynn. The podcast is on Twitter and Instagram at CantoBitePod. And you can email us, CantoBitePod at gmail.com. Wonderful. And you can find me on Instagram as Bernie the Ginger. Thank is that you. It? Yes. Thank you, Emily. <laughs> Just thank you. Thank you, Brittany. Thank you. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Here we go. Yo, yo, yo. And away we go. It's time to serenade my girl Lando. Sorry, the ladies, where I had to say no. But if I'm cheating on Serena, it's on Canto. No shame in the game. Make even Rogue One seem tame. But I blame it on Brit with a ginger main main. Yeah. That's fire. Love on the rocks, leaves the love on my socks. 
Lindo fanfic leaves y'all shocked, especially when y'all truly whips out his cock. Canto bite episode 100. Hey yo, I'm back, no fulcrum this time. I'm on a flight to the bay and I'm writing some rhymes. My top three running through my head, you know. So I had to come correct when they hit the hundo. My girls E and B deserve congratulations. Our adulation for the weekly creation. My last celebration was all about them, but this time I gotta drop lines for our friends. This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches. Give it up for the bitches, all the Canto bitches. This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches. Throw your hands up, bitches, all my Canto bitches. Start off with my Aussies, Catherine's a sweet one. Brought cash into lunch with Canto bitch number one. Josh made it a team and had bourbon and cornflakes. The kind of ice cream that made him show me his old face. Got to meet Turbo and throw back some brew. Fish tacos and San Fran, you know we approve. Rebecca from Perth, I haven't met you yet. Last shout to Fushi, dude, I didn't forget. This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches. Give it up for the bitches, all the Canto bitches. This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches. Throw your hands up, bitches, all my Canto bitches. Rabia and Adele often email the show. I cut a track on them trolls with Johnny Grasso. Jesse McGee busted a rap for me. Met her and Horse B at Scum and Villainy. King Tom, Death Watch, the most regal of fathers. Got to behold the luscious locks of Strata. Shouted Rusty last time, so I shout a Raj too. You know the list ain't complete without Lesson Boo. This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the Canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up, bitches, all my Canto bitches Now if I didn't say your name, don't feel no shame You love the fun, the games, and refresher bangs Hang on every word of Lindo's fanfic Where she describes every vein in Mendo's dick Spread the word, maybe buy a t-shirt I don't know, maybe ask the girls if Yaddle squirts Take your CBD, send in your top three, And you'll always be a bitch like me Get him, Eric.